1: they are also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
2: ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW route. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May,
3: of Americans are in favor of abolishing the Electoral College, but unfortunately, because of the Electoral College, 55% is less than half. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Kind
4: of a funny joke. Yeah. I think of the 55%, I could convince a good chunk
0: of them. uh, This is why we have it. And they'd say, oh, okay. Not with... The current, you know, who in the White House? I don't think you could. Well, there's that. Under normal circumstances, yeah, I believe you could probably talk people off that. But there, there's a there's a fever pitch of whatever got him here. We got a man. If, yeah. we,
4: if we change that, it will the entire political structure of the country will change overnight. Yes, I mean, it'd just
0: be a completely
4: different system. Some of you think that would be a good thing, but you you gotta rec- you gotta recognize it'd be a completely new ball game.
1: I think the unintended consequences would change the history of this country, and I don't mean, like, who's the president. Uh, Well, as I've said, if you convince the entirety of the country, well, the vast majority of it, that's not on the coasts, that they have no say in any elections anymore, that is going to breed bitter, bitter resentments that make the current era, era of bitter resentments seem like the era of cheery, cheery hugs. <laughs> uh, I, I will tell you this. We've had a handful of folks weigh in and say, uh, what do you think about the states that uh, do it uh, congressional district by congressional district? It's not winner-take-all, and it's not even like proportional to the popular vote. It's district by district. And honestly, I remember reading about that ages ago, like in college. Um, and I've got to re educate myself on that to figure out what I think about that. I,
4: I'm open to the idea that there could be something better. Um, and and hearing it, I, I just in going to just the straight popular vote though is a non-starter. Right. That would lead to revolution. Well, um, but some of these other ideas that have been floated out there, I'm, I'm at least willing to listen to them. I've lived in a couple of different states that always went the same way in presidential
1: elections. Your vote does not feel like it matters in those right. states. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which includes a lot of red, uh, you know, uh, right-leaning voters in in blue states. And we got a, a couple of great defenses. ...of the Electoral College from listeners who, who are either uh, historians or super into this or, or whatever. Electoral College professors protecting yeah. their tenure. All right.
4: That's where they went, and they just want to brag what about that. I went to the Electoral
1: College. Why don't you go occupy the administration <laughs> my building, parents, Sean? my <laughs> parents didn't get me in illegally either. I actually qualified. All right, then. So... Uh, I so was a I, rower. I was I'm, on crew. I do want to get to some of those alternate ideas and, and defenses of it, but... One reason we're talking about this is uh, our friend David Drucker the Washington Examiner has a, a piece on their website today that saying that senior republicans he's talked to seem resigned that the president will lose the popular vote in 2020 but they think there's a pretty good chance that they can win again in the electoral college and he it's... won fairly comfortably 30 he got 306 all you need is 207 electoral college 70. votes. 270, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, you need 270. Uh, on the other hand, state by state, some of those victories, some of those electoral college votes were barely won. Yeah, and it's winner take all. Um. So,
4: uh, duh, 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 duh. Well, y- y- you can't think that only the Republicans have done the math on this. So the smart people on both sides have done the math and thought, boy, Electoral college-wise, Trump's looking pretty good if we look at his popularity state by state. Mm-hmm. He'll lose the popular vote, but he's looking pretty good. And that's why we're hearing about it so much from all these candidates. It, it's kind of interesting because there's no way, even if it's going to get changed, it would get changed in time for the 2020 election. Right, Not
1: a chance. Right. They're thinking long-term. Uh, so th- he quotes David Carney, who's a Republican strategist in New Hampshire, who says, uh, California, Illinois, and New York make it very, very difficult for anybody on our side to ever again win the popular vote. Asked if he expects Trump to defy the odds next year. Carney said flatly, no, but the president shouldn't worry about it. 270, that's what people remember. Um, so you've got a strategist saying out loud, Republicans may never win the popular vote again. I think that, that completely ignores um just the tides of history
4: i had been told over and over again by people i like like george will people who study this for a living that it's hard to see how a republican would ever win again when you look at these states that are givens for democrats mm-hmm. and then trump won a bunch of those states
1: yeah i guess i'm i'm thinking i'm taking the long view i'm thinking more like a historian than a political commentator i'm, I'm talking about in 50 years i think what it means to be a Republican or a Democrat or, well, or whatever. There knows? could be a third party. Yeah. um Could be completely changed. If Trump wins a second term without the popular vote, it would mark the first time in American history that the candidate who finished second in overall votes won consecutive presidential elections. Uh, when W ran for reelection after the infamous uh, Florida 2000 thing, his campaign prioritized the popular vote to vanquish doubts about his legitimacy. Mm. Uh, and he won it by several million votes. Um, But the final point I want to steal from uh, David Drucker in The Examiner is that um, some say Trump's brand of politics is just it's it's just not going to win the popular vote. It, It could win the Electoral College, but the whole regionally balkanized, divided, partisan thing um, it's it's just not designed to win the popular vote. Well, there's something to look forward to. Oh yeah, it's going to be a howl. <laughs> howl. Uh, and and I do want to get to the, a couple of emails about the electoral college before the end of the hour. Okay, or, or, or soon ish. But I got to dig them up. Let me hit you with one of these. So much paper, so many emails. Majority
4: of Americans are drunk snackers. Most regret it. Eighty-two percent of Americans admit to being drunk snackers. I I. There are people that get drunk and then don't eat something that they wish they hadn't, really? They are paragons of discipline, and I salute them. But you got drunk? Okay. One in three people saying they snack a lot while inebriated. I don't snack, I guess. I would polish off a whole pizza. Is that snacking? That's eating a meal. More gorging than snacking. That's eating a whole meal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Soloing a pizza instead of eating, you know, like two-thirds of it. Dude, soloing in this. Soloing meaning just crushing the I, thing. I
4: could easily end up like if I was drinking a lot of beer, like watching March Madness basketball games or something like that. I've had my three meals of the day. Right. But it's nine o'clock at night. I've had quite a few beers. Super bonus challenge. You know what? Time. I'm gonna I used to live <laughs> I could walk across the street to a Papa John's pizza when I wow. when we lived in Charlotte. And you live fifty
1: feet from a, a Wendy's
4: once. It's amazing. You're not four hundred pounds. I also lived one block from a Hooters and never went there. Mm. I just don't get the whole Hooters thing. But anyway, I ate a lot of Papa John's pizza that way. The number one top choice for drunk snacking is pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not snacking. That's just eating a fourth or fifth meal of the day. You can call it snacking if it makes you feel better.
1: I have regions of fat I should name the CPK region after California Pizza Kitchen. (laughs) <laughs> They're frozen pizzas, delicious. Oh, we ate uh, frozen uh, Newman's Own. Oh, I just really? felt like
4: you know it's charity. The Paul Newman pizzas, the money oh, goes to charity. So that's beautiful. I'm doing a good thing by eating this extra. That's really Mittens nice. Pizza. <laughs> I'm helping America. I'm a philanthropist, really. Well, I'm giving back.
1: <laughs> I taking four thousand calories. <laughs>
4: You're listening to the
1: Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm just drunk.
4: Of Anchorman fame joined the booth at a San Jose versus Kings hockey game last
1: night. San Jose working it around, taking a few shots. Oh, what a oh, pass save and cleared by the Kings. Take that, San Jose! Zero Stanley Cups. Uh oh. Well, that was not supposed to happen. I pulled from the yes. team that I was announcing yes. for. No, when it comes to announcing sports, I have zero journalistic integrity. Go, Kings! Go, Kings, go! Oh, no. Trip him! Trip, yes! Go, Kings, go!
4: That's, that's not good. See, the key was he was in San Jose rooting for the Kings, which are not the home team.
1: Mm. As the announcer,
0: mm. in the booth. Trip him!
1: Surprised, San zero Jose- Stanley Cups. San Joseans didn't beat him down like a Trump supporter. Oh, I never forget. I had to bring that back. Unless you've forgotten, Michael. Thanks for playing uh, the Bee Gees tune there. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate from that. one of my favorite albums of all time. Honest to God, main course. It was pre disco or just barely like starting to be disco. Blue eyed soul album with a touch of country. Brilliant. Have a couple of brave And the freaking disco thing came along. Freaking <laughs> disco.
4: Never forget that either. Um, this is a full on transition, so I gotta make sure we're three in three, two, one. A couple of brave U.S. warriors killed in Afghanistan today. Marshall will have that coming up uh, in his news. Yeah. Just God dang it. What are we doing there? We're negotiating we with the ho- Taliban. What are we hoping to accomplish? Does anybody know? Is it for any good American interest
1: at all? Or is it the s- fallacy of sunk costs? Is it throwing good money and lives after bad to prop up a government with no popular support for two weeks after we leave? Right. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Mission creep. Google it. I have more on the electoral college. I'm afraid of becoming a college class here. Nobody wants that, Joe. No, no. You know, earlier today I uh, during Mailbag, and you can email the show anytime, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, whether it's a point of view, you want to share uh, something we ought to be talking about that you see, go ahead and send along a link um, or whatever. You can email us anytime, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But I mentioned earlier as we were going through some email that there was another freedom-loving quote of the day that uh, I wanted to get to. Here it is. What do you think of this? I actually think this quote's a lot more than a freedom loving quote of the day. Tyranny is the deliberate. It would help if you read the words right. I don't know. Deliberate the- isn't a word. I don't know what deliberate means. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Tyranny. Now I'm so nervous about finishing the sentence, it's almost impossible <laughs> that I'll get through it. Tyranny is the deliberate removal of nuance. Mm hmm.
4: That's interesting. It seems like we're doing a good job of that in modern uh, the modern world. Yeah, eliminating
1: nuance. I, I, yeah, I think yeah, I, I think a lot of advertising is that as well. and a lot of just people being not nice is removing nuance. For instance, nuance like, there are a lot of really nice people who care about this country, who think differently than me, and I want to punch them in the face. You know, it's too much of that these days.
4: You know, illegal immigrants bring some benefits, but also some downside. So you're a racist, or you're for it, or you're against it, or, or, or and then you or... gotta you gotta make an ultimate decision of whether any upside is worth all the downside.
1: And you can't can't have conversations. No, like that. that's a, listen to you. You're for amnesty or open borders or whatever. I mentioned it's frustrating. Unless I think you're either a moron, it's always a possibility, or because for for morons, a complete lack of nuance has got to be very comforting for those less blessed cerebrally than others. What? What do you mean? And and people who are angry don't want nuance. Anger makes fools. Of the wise, Jack, I just made that up. How do you like it? Yes, it's okay, all right,
4: um, so yeah, sounded okay. a
1: little deliberate,
4: <laughs> so I mentioned Never forget that
1: either. <laughs> I mentioned
4: that I lived. A block away from a Hooters for a while and never went because I don't get Hooters? Yes. Happy to help, Simple Jack, with the Hooters thing, says this texter. It's a term to describe women's breasts. (laughs) Men don't have them, therefore they crave them. I hope this helps. And yes, I learned that while attending electoral college.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well played, my friend. (laughs) Well, I know you, and we share this to some extent, I'm as flaming a heterosexual as has lived on earth in terms of my appreciation of the female form and the various females I've been privileged to grow close to through my life.
4: Grow close to.
1: On the other hand, <laughs> on the other hand, I resent it when people, particularly attractive women, think they can lead me around by Mwang. I don't I don't like that. Right. I'm not going to be probably pay extra for that. <laughs> <laughs> or a leash, whatever. I'm not going to buy this
4: car or buy this drink or do whatever because you're hot. Because you have that, big boobies. I find that really annoying.
1: Well, right, exactly. While I have a, a high level of appreciation, I, I don't want you to think I'm such a dope you can play me because you're attractive. Right. So it's yeah, it's it's a pride of sorts. So is that? Would you say that is why you never went to Hooters, even though you lived? A short stumble from there.
4: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, more or less. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The and the other factor about Hooters that we've talked about through the years is that every sports bar has hot girls with low cut blouses and short skirts. All of them. So, what sports bars are? And in the national craze with, oh, we don't want a Hooters in our town, or the teacher was seen. At a Hooters. It's, what are, what, what's the matter with have you? Have you ever been
4: to Champs or the Scoreboard or whatever sports bar you got in your or neighborhood? Or your
1: local place the Sh- a check standalone. Out, check out the waitresses there. It's a very similar sort of thing. Yeah, so just the whole Hooters thing was just so annoying <laughs> at its height. <laughs> just everything about it. Perfectly acceptable wings. The beer was cold and fizzy. I've been there. Is it guys
4: who don't have the guts to go to a strip club? Or is, is that what it is? It's like strip club light? Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> Diet
0: strip club. <laughs> <laughs> that might be part of, of better food yeah
4: Maybe no, that's no, what no. it is not much uh, better yeah
1: not not significantly no. better Jeez. M- medium wings at S- best speaking of uh hard rock cafe oh look there's bob's dylan's guitar and an inedible sandwich <laughs> you know, wow! now now,
3: wow! now wow! we're gonna get sued wow well, I, uh...
1: hey this this is this is how businesses improve Constructive criticism.
3: <laughs> I I used to I used to know a uh, woman who uh, worked at a Hooters. She was a theater major. Awesome. <laughs> that, that's a and she was
4: acting like she liked wearing hose with tight little orange shorts. That was her acting. Yes,
3: <laughs> pretty
1: much. Uh, well, as my son has uh, said on job interviews. Yes. Uh, look, I'm a highly trained actor. I can act like I'm happy to be here every day. Your line. customers will believe it, like it, and. And he's had bosses respond very positively to that. All right. It's probably mostly the fact that he understands that that is a thing, that the customers ought to think you're pleased to see them.
2: Yes.
3: Look, Tommy Lee's
1: drumsticks
3: and limp French fries. (laughs) Uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall? On a sad note, America's longest war drags on, staying deadly and getting more complicated. President Trump jumping into D.C. excitement over the imminent drop in the Mueller report. And we've got new health warnings about those office coffee mugs. Coming up. If the molar report doesn't drop,
1: it's going to cost you a finger. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and
2: Getty Show.
0: Two
4: quick texts. Our text line is 415 295 kftc AOC is hoping the electoral college is knocked out in the first round of March Madness. I don't, I don't know if that's just a shot at something. Uh, and also, back in my twenties, I hooked up with a Hooters waitress. It was as sad as you would expect. Which I just, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I don't like that text all the way around. I don't like it uh, I... on any level.
2: I'm trying to figure out if
4: I'd expect it to be sad. Well, and just you know, every individual is different. That that episode might have been sad. Maybe you're the reason it was sad.
1: Yeah, really? Dude. That I hooked up with a. What was the name of the restaurant? It was one of those pie oriented restaurants. <laughs> what was yeah. This is very on brand. <laughs> was it a Cheesecake Factory? No, no. It was uh, back in the day, like Poppin' Fresh Pies or Marie Callender? What was. Well, anyway, I hooked up with a Marie Callender's waitress and I've been married to her for many years now. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean. There you go. She happened to work there, and we uh-huh. got together. Sure, yeah. it was about as sad as you'd expect. What does that even mean?
4: <laughs> she she looked across the, the the counter and thought that guy
1: really likes his pie. <laughs> I should probably go tell him <laughs> he has whipped cream whipped cream running up both cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some
3: serious news now, yeah, Marshall. Yeah, my apologies. Yes, the war the war it does drag on. With word today, the two American service members were killed during an operation in Afghanistan. The U.S. and NATO forces making the announcement, but providing no other details on the combat deaths. The Associated Press is saying we now have 14,000 U.S. forces in Afghanistan supporting the Afghan forces who are struggling on two fronts. They're dealing with a re-energized Taliban who control almost half the country. Half the country. Yeah. And another offshoot of ISIS, which is trying to expand in Afghanistan as their self-proclaimed caliphate has crumbled in Syria and Iraq.
4: God, so the minute we go, and this was true probably 10 years ago and every day since and every day going forward. The minute we go, it gets taken over by some version of those scumbags, Mm -hmm. Taliban, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, whoever. Yep.
3: Battles are uh, continuing, even as Washington is stepping up efforts to try to find a way to end the 17-year war and pull out at least half our troops. I but, didn't realize
4: we had 14,000
1: people there still.
3: That's what the Associated Press is reporting right now. So, I feel so bad for the modern
1: people of Afghan Afghanistan, the, uh, no, the 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 non-stone age people of right. Afghanistan. They just they live in a culture that does not have the will to fight for and support representative government
4: you got to get out of that country if if you got two rocks to rub together and it's even an option I mean if you live in a hut and all you got is one goat yeah picking up your family right and moving, it out of town moving to another country is not that easy
1: right 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 but you know it was said by plenty of wise people that if we want democracy more than they want democracy it's not going to happen never gonna work no
3: never gonna work all right, my friends, anticipation is building up all over Washington's Beltway as special counsel Robert Mueller is expected to release his final report on the Russia investigation any minute
4: now. Even if he announced, even if it was announced he he's released it today, mm-hmm. it goes to the attorney general Correct. who might have it for a month as various people look it over and figure out what can be released and what can
1: not Well, he made a statement the other day, which might be another tea leaf that uh, should be read that, that could drop any minute, as if I care. Um... But he he made it pretty clear that we can't be impugning innocent people or people against whom we're not going to level any charges by uncovering, you know, their laundry. Dirty, semi-dirty. Right. You know, that pile of clothes that you wore, but you're willing to wear again. Semi-dirty <laughs> laundry. Um, <laughs> we very familiar with that. Yeah, right? no,
4: I shouldn't wear it, but yeah. I'm going to. Look, there are three tiers. We all know it. Yeah. Um, uh, the only change it would seem to me if it were released today is now it's in different people's hands. And how good a job they do of keeping stuff from leaking out, we don't know. Right. Yeah. Muller has kept stuff from leaking out, but once it's in the... Uh, Attorney General and however many people get to see it along with him.
1: Right. I heard an interview with a Democratic Congress twit this morning, and um, she made it clear by not answering the question. Well, she answered it, I guess, in a way. Uh, But they asked, uh, what if the Mueller report says, as is rumored, that no, there's no collusion and that's just over? And she went off on a long, circular screed, which consisted of only two or three thoughts, which were, Trump was trying to get a tower built in, in Russia. Trump people met with many Russians. Trump was trying to get a tower built in Russia. Michael Cohen <laughs> lied. And, and, you know, it was funny about that. Well, a couple things were. Uh, but what struck me was, so by your rationale, Trump colluded with the Russians to get him elected because of the tower project, which was immediately abandoned when he got elected president because he couldn't be involved in it. That's a poor plot you're alleging.
4: I think if there's nothing to to the Russia stuff there, I think we pivot very quickly. So quick your head spins around to just the tax
0: problems of the Trump family over the years. So mm. even if there's no collusion, is there is there an amount of business, like just a dollar amount, that would make you uncomfortable with our president being involved with, with Putin? Currently or during the campaign or when? To me, I was always curious how much money, if any, is Trump indebted to Russians for whatever business dealing, right? Like
1: that's, to me, that's what I'm curious about. Or if he participated in something funky something slightly uh, not on the up-and-up in years past, and he was afraid they were going to say something about it? Sure, that's a significant question. I haven't seen any evidence of that. No, and mm, I don't see any people actually pivoting to that way in terms of what they're looking for in the report. How (laughs) about old uh, Jared using WhatsApp to communicate with foreign leaders? He's an entitled little prick. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, hey, geez. Wow. I I just think he is. Oh. America's royalty. (laughs) I just... I just think he's of the sort that believes that the rules don't apply to him. I think that's I haven't read much about it yet, but if that's true it's really irresponsible, you know. And listen, I howled about Hillary and her destruction of emails. The whole using the private email server was dumb and dangerous to national right. security. Um but the destruction of them was clearly obstruction of justice. And I cannot believe that hasn't gone anywhere. And I yelled about that for months. So yeah, if little Jared is he using WhatsApp to conduct official White House business? That's dumb. What was the story? Jared's dad went to jail, Yep. prison, right? Hired a prostitute, correct, to blackmail his brother in law, right. right? His 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 sister's husband. So, brother in law wouldn't testify against him, and videotaped it. Correct. <laughs> at least he's good <laughs> at
3: blackmail. Wow. All right, I have a Friday, a Friday update, a Friday health warning. Did you know that one in five office mugs may contain FM? Oh, fecal matter! Yes, that is according to a research. Study I mean, like full of it, contaminated
1: by oh, oh, contaminated. By. <laughs> because I, I pick up a cup full of poo, I'm just, I'm
3: just going to put it down. <laughs> that's that's according to a research study from Total Jobs who say. Those shared mugs are germ-filled because at least 25% of people don't wash their hands after using the bathroom at work. The study also What's a says... a
0: shared mug? Is that
4: a thing? Some places yeah. you have, a, you have a, a cabinet full of coffee mugs, right. and if you want coffee, you just grab one. Or if you have guests yeah. in the building, you right. just grab one, and then somebody washes them at the end of the day. Somebody not named me washes them mm. at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. And apparently doesn't do a good enough job? Is that what you're saying? Yep. If you go number two and don't wash your hands, you're just... Go away.
1: Well, the problem, Jack, is FM is all over the bathroom. No matter which number you go. Yep.
4: I think FM is all over everywhere all the time. And it's, it's probably... time we
1: get started
4: cleaning. And probably the way our uh, <laughs> our, our system is designed to well, have a certain f- amount of it. Of
0: course
1: it is. Of course it is. Matter doesn't go away. None is being created. The oceans are full of <laughs> whale peepee. pee I'm sorry to be so frank, but it's true. Likewise, there is poo all around us. Not like a lot of it, thankfully, <laughs> but yes.
3: One other quick uh, workplace health note. Turns out that people who eat at their desk are more likely to get sick because the average office desk has 400 times more bacteria than a toilet seat. And so they should eat their lunch on a toilet seat? Is that your recommendation? Yes, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> that would be one way to go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. It's fecal matter with Marshall. He's yeah, a enough Yes, he, he talks about it so
4: often we had to come up with a special liner. <laughs> Comes up in the news so often.
1: Un. Believable. Noted poopophobe Marshall Phillips with the news.
4: We haven't done any of the uh, March Madness brackets today in which Sean goes through which mascot would beat which mascot to help you fill out your <laughs> bracket.
1: In a fight to the death. Yeah, yeah, a fight in in, in a death, death match. I went 500
0: yesterday, which I'm pretty pleased with. Wow. <laughs> all right. Yeah. As good as my analysis of the games.
1: Awesome. I don't know. Kentucky's, uh, the, the, their transition game is going to overwhelm. But no. No. Mascot <laughs> fight to the death. <laughs>
4: They've just added something at United Airlines. I hate United Airlines. Ever mention that? They added something at United Airlines that might be a little controversial. That, among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
4: I'm excited about it. Today I filled out my bracket for the 64 March Madness teams. Did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I also filled out my bracket for the 64 people running for president. That was... Yeah, I have Gonzaga beating Hickenlooper. That is... uh... (laughs) (laughs) That was a guy who understands comedy. That collection of sounds was funny there. Yes. Gonzaga beating Hickenlooper's funny. Right. Just because of the sounds.
1: Exactly. Same reason people like Labradoodles.
4: (laughs) Um, Got this text. I'm looking up at the TV, the Today Show. Oh, wait a minute. I just thought of the funniest dog breed
1: ever. A Schnauzdoodle. (laughs) You can't say it without chuckling. Schnauzdoodle. You're not chuckling. Well, I
4: got my favorite dog, but I don't know if I can say it. I've said it in the past. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Why don't you tell me
1: what the second one is? Save that one for the podcast. If you breed a Shih Tzu with a poodle. Oh, Oh, how about, how about a bulldog with a shit suit? <laughs> I want one of those. How do I you not? I'm getting one of those today. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what its temperament is. I don't care if it's good with kids. It bites everybody. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> right, exactly. It's I'll, get a BS. Sued. I'll get sued every day. I want a BS. <laughs> Honey, I'm calling a breeder. Fair warning. <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny.
4: So looking up at the Today Show. Washington on, on edge over Mueller report. Okay. <laughs> if it doesn't come out, they've got to stop, right? They've got to stop said- what
1: this whole rumors are and everybody's talking about it. And everybody's on edge and excited. And- well, that's why I said to Marshall, if that report doesn't come out, it's going to cost you a finger. It's like our Armstrong and Getty agreement on sports predictions. Everybody makes them. They're easy to make. Nobody's ever held to account for them, so they're a waste of air. You make a sports prediction on this show, with the exception of positive Sean's mascot fight to the death tradition. Oh, thank goodness. You make a sports prediction, you're wrong. It costs you a finger. We got
4: this text on our text line on the subject of eliminating the electoral college, which is a hot topic this week. And if you weren't listening earlier, we now know why the, the, the Trump people have done the math and think he's still looking pretty good to win in the Electrical College. Electro... <laughs> good Lord.
0: Yeah. I used to do it as a joke.
4: Officially. I did, I've been doing it as a joke for like 30 years, mm. and now I can't
1: stop You know, saying Electrical College. The uh, walled compound in the woods where I like to uh, hide out sometimes, Um, our, our little place up there, our cabin... It's close to a railroad trestle, which I accidentally got in the habit of calling a trellis at one point. I just got the words mixed up for obvious reasons. A trellis being the uh, the structure on which you might grow vines or roses sure. or that sort of thing. Um, and now I just can't even remember which one's right.
4: <laughs> that's what's happening in going. my brain with electrical college. <laughs> anyway, on the subject of eliminating the electoral college, my former professor would say of direct democracy, there's nothing more democratic than a lynch mob, which is absolutely true. Wow. That's, that's a pure democracy is a lynch mob. That's why you don't want a pure democracy. Uh, Get Everybody whipped up, run in one direction. And then maybe everybody involved thinking that was a bad idea at some point.
1: Uh, smart and, uh, and, and and wise longtime correspondent Andy of Sacramento writes, Guys, the conversation in popular politics about the eliminating the Electoral College is maddening. It's a symptom of people not understanding how the republic works. Since the Electoral College makes sure lower population areas aren't left without a voice, if we eliminate it, we might as well get rid of the Senate, too, since it serves a similar purpose. Oh, now Let, we're talking. <laughs> let's go for it. I'm sure it'll end well. Oof. K-E-F-A-F, keep educating people about federal uh, P that should be P A F uh about federalism. Sandy. I'm yeah. very interested in in discussions about re-examining or,
0: or looking for other ways to do the Electoral College. But I don't the I, I agree with you guys. I just think the, the overhaul elimination of it is,
1: is right. such a non starter. Two points that you don't often hear about the Electoral College discussion. Number one, national recounts would be historic nightmare and nobody has any idea how they would work they would take forever they would be so drowning in lawsuits and anger and accusations a national recount would be miraculously horrifying I heard that said the first time the other day second point there are only two states that aren't winner take all states that means all of the states, including the monster blue states, have specifically rejected the idea of one man, one vote. In terms of apportioning electoral votes, they are flaming blanking hypocrites. If you eliminated winner takes all so each in state California can, alone. So each state can decide that for themselves. Correct. So what you're saying
4: yes. is, for instance, California has decided no. Majority, the whole thing, all of them, we got the, we got the biggest electoral prize at all. It's winner take all. Right. But nationally, that's unfair.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Here are some words you will never, ever hear in your life from a California politician or leader. And I quote what will never be quoted. I understand that we're heavily Democrat in this state. And our electoral votes will always go Democrat. But in spite of that, because it is more just, I think we should have proportional electoral votes in this state. Those words will never, ever be spoken. It is Mount Everest-style hypocrisy. Mm.
4: Right. So when I regularly hear the jokes on uh, late-night shows, talk shows, whatever, well, if your vote counted, ha, 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 your vote doesn't count. If you're not the party of your state in Texas or California or lots of states, right. If you're the party, your yeah. vote never counts. Yeah. You could vote 50 times or zero times. It doesn't make any difference.
1: I'd like to hear Nancy Pelosi to speak to that question. That's uh, the state she's from, by the way, California. You think she might be familiar with the issue. Uh, Donna Brazil, uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, any at all? No? Um, Got to pay this Elizabeth off. Elizabeth Warren's big on that. United
4: Airlines getting a lot of credit for becoming. The first airline to add non-binary gender booking options. Oh, boy. United Airlines announced today that it has become the first U.S. carrier to do this. When you book, you'll have the ability to uh, select the title MX as opposed to Mr. or Ms. Customers now have the ability to identify themselves as M male, F female, you undisclosed or x unspecified so just one other option was enough that right you have to have the option of undisclosed or unspecified corresponding with what is marked on their passports or identification
1: how's not killing pets coming along not crushing <laughs> wow. guitars wow dropping any
4: elbows on doctors lately <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: so undisclosed means you just don't want to tell anybody yeah, yeah. Is an unspecified. You haven't made a decision. I'm going to make you guess. Undisclosed. Undisclosed. How you n- feel your way? So undisclosed is none of your business. Mm-hmm. And unspecified is like I'm. I haven't picked a gender, or I'm fluid or something.
0: Yeah. What I well, what I, I check none in of your is, business too. What I check in this box today might not be what is when I show up on flight day, maybe? Any yeah, yeah. day decision. You yeah. see how I feel.
4: Huh. I, I, did, I didn't know you had to differentiate between those two, though. Undisclosed as opposed to unspecified. So you got four choices. If you had a told the vast majority of people that this was going to happen ten years ago, that it had said... What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that, Why? You know, for better or worse, whether you think it's a good idea or a bad idea, it is an enormous change in the way we look at things in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. People, people would have said, the, but almost everybody would have said, what? No way.
1: Keep in mind the most important thing is that if you still hold the view you held two and a half years ago, that makes you a fascist and a hate monger. Right. Right. You've got to spout the party line. Yeah. Today's party line.
4: And erase any tweets when you didn't have them, right? You're listening to The Armstrong
1: and Getty Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs>
2: elevated you know that feeling when you walk into your home take a deep breath
1: and feel new